0: Home Improvement is on the air with your host, Jim Dutton. Careful now, you're going to give me the big head. Call Jim now for advice, tips, and ways to save you money and time on your home improvement. 866-937-0003. That's 866-937-0003. Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Due West Services. When you want the best, call Due West. Sunburst Shutters, where beauty meets energy efficiency. More plumbing supplies, bath and kitchen show place. America's choice windows, with 10 windows for just thirty six eighty. So let's get to the point. Carrier, the official air conditioning and heating system of Texas Home Improvement. James Hardy Siding, Ace Hardware, the helpful place. So let's get to the point. I can't take much more. Of this venetian stairs the solution for all your stairway installation needs gardner and martin flags and flagpoles victor's remodeling and construction hardy plank specialist guardian roof systems for all your roofing needs axiom solar the texas authority on renewable energy Todd tremani's home selling team home of the seven day sale and now broadcasting live from the floor and decor studios here's jim
1: Dutton. And welcome to Texas Home Improvement, your total home improvement source. I'm Jim Dutton, here to help you out. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call, and I'm going to see what I can do to help you out. It's a simple number, 713-212-5874. That's 713-212-5874. Of course, if you're outside the Houston area, you can call me at 866-937-937. 003. That's 866-937-0003. But no matter how you call, either number, you're gonna still get us here on Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by Carrier for Ultimate Home Comfort. Turn to the experts. Turn to Carrier. Again, the number 713-212-5874. You can pick up the phone, give me a call that way. Also, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. By that, you're going to see where we're going to be, when we're going to be, which today we're broadcasting live from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. Having a great time out here. You know, Everybody's all gussied up and looking good out here. You know, got all their western clothes on. Well, except for the guy from WBAP here. He ain't got no cowboy hat on. He ain't got no... What's up, man? You ain't got boots on. That's a different story. But if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. That's the number to call, and I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Hey, when you go to our website, we've got a video there, a little clip. It's a teaser for the video we're releasing on January 30th. It's for Overhaul for a Hero. The Patterson Project—it's the last project we did. I'd love for everybody to go take a quick look at that. It's only two minutes long; doesn't take long, but it's going to prepare you for the videos that we're releasing. And it's important that we get people to look at these things because you'll know what we're going to be doing when we announce the next project. And we are working on a project for for uh, helping a Houston police officer next. So. Really, this will give you some insight into the kind of things that we do. Again, that's Overhaul for Hero. It's right there in the middle of our uh, webpage when you go to thipro.com. But right now, it's time to take your calls and answer your questions. 713-212-5874. If you're outside of Houston, 866-937-0003. Let's get ready and head to the first call of the day afternoon doug welcome to texas home improvement
2: jim thank you very much uh i've got a question about river rock around the foundation of a house i've got a new home concrete foundation uh, i know there's discussion uh termites keeping term- termites out versus drainage What's doug i'm having a real that?
1: hard time hearing you james can you try to turn the the collar volume up just a little bit for me and uh, try that again jim? Jam- uh, doug if you would
2: all right. I was just saying thank you for your show. I, um, I have a question on river rock around the foundation of the house. Can you hear me all right?
1: Yes, sir. I'm getting you better now.
2: Good. All right. Um, the, you know, there's the argument about, uh, you know, moisture versus the termites. What is your opinion on having bull rock or river rock around the foundation of the house?
1: Well, you know, the big thing with the moisture is if you keep about four inches of the slab showing, You're keeping the moisture far enough away that it's usually not a huge issue, and if the termites do start building a trail going up into the home, you can usually see it that way. The bigger problem, though, that I see with the bull rock is typically people will dig down in order to put the rock, and they're creating a trough of water that stands there that can cause a foundation problem in our soils. So if you're going to just put the rock on the surface, I have no problem with it at all. If you're going to dig it down, make sure you have a, a way for the water to drain out of it so you don't keep standing water right next to the foundation to, that, that could eventually cause a foundation problem.
2: Great. Uh, say about six inches of, of river rock, is there, is there a standard?
1: Is there a uh, uh, – what kind of standard? I'm sorry.
2: Uh, as far as six inches, about six inches of river rock, how much how much would you put around the house?
1: Oh, as far as how thick, how deep, yeah, it really, yeah. you know, six inches is way more than you would need. I mean, if you're only looking to have it for decorations, if you have two or three inches, that's enough. Put a fabric under it or plastic or something like that that keeps the roots from growing through it, and uh, that'll take care of, you know, any of the issues that you normally see people having if they just dump it on the ground.
2: Great. Jim, thank you very much for your time. Have a great day.
1: Doug, have a great weekend. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. Again, our number, 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. We're going to head to uh, Steve. This is Jim. What can I do for you?
3: Thanks, Jim, for taking my call. Hey, uh, I'm uh, wanting to uh, add a room over my living room, and uh the uh, ceiling has a uh, two by eight uh, ceiling joist on it, and I was wondering if I could uh, put plywood beside that two by eight, and then put another two by eight, and nail it and screw it in. If that would be sufficient to uh, support the, uh, you know, the flooring.
1: Well, it's all going to depend room. on uh, the span that you've got. Uh, how how wide a span are you dealing with?
3: Uh, the span is fifteen foot wide.
1: Okay. Well, fortunately, I, I brought my little cheat sheet out here on uh, stuff, so let me uh, take a quick look at that and see. Actually, it looks like, yeah, if you did that, you would be more than good.
3: Okay. I'd, I'd rather have a two to 12, but, uh, you know, this is already up there, and, and I'd have to go with what's up
4: there.
1: Yeah, and, and putting, the, you know, like you mentioned, sandwiching a piece of plywood in there. That will stiffen it up a great deal. So, I, yeah, I don't see any issues with doing that.
3: And would it, uh, would it uh, help if I go with a five uh, quarter uh, decking on it, the floor decking, tongue and groove? Well, if,
1: if I was if I was going to be putting the decking, you're going to use it for living space, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would put a three quarter myself.
3: Just three quarter, okay? Yeah. Okay, Jim. Well, I sure appreciate it.
1: Alrighty, you take care. Have a great weekend. You too, thank you. Bye. 713 212 5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out. If you're outside the Houston area, 866 937 0003. Let's talk with is it scams? Jim, I
2: have a simple, simple, simple uh, question. I'm remodeling, rehabbing, remodeling. Uh, older home. I am uh, I'm not, like, knocking off and picking off all the uh, old existing, you know, I don't know what it was, you know, uh, Formica tiles, you know, old tiling. It's just coming off. I'm picking it all off. And I'm, uh, I'm coming down to the bare concrete floor. But I would like to do, since, you know, all this uh, stained concrete is kind of pretty trendy right now, is there any way I can buff it up, polish it, sand it? Do something with it where I can um, make it cool, make it look good, usable.
1: Okay, with with your existing concrete, you mean?
2: Yeah, right down to the concrete floor, correct?
1: Yeah, I'll I tell you what. There are some products out there right now where you can, you know, when you look at concrete, you got just a, a gray finish. Uh huh. If you'll come in and grind just the surface off, you get right. down to the rocks that are underneath. They look gorgeous. Yes. And then you can put a clear coat over it. Right. And man, those are some of the best looking floors I've seen. I didn't even realize it was just regular concrete uh, when right, I first yeah. started seeing them done. So yes, 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 absolutely, it can be done.
5: Well, good. That's what we do, Jim.
2: Thank you. Uh, love your show. Keep keep rocking, man. Thank you.
1: You bet. Have a great weekend. Uh, you too. That's 713-212-5874. Any home improvement question you got, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Again, don't forget to check out our website, thipro.com. That's thipro.com to get all kinds of helpful information there as well. LD, this is Jim. What can I do for you?
6: Yeah, um, I was calling about we've got a, an old existing in-ground pool that needs to be resurfaced, and and we were thinking about even maybe doing some uh, updates to that pool. Do you have, know of a good pool company that does that? Or is, And I was going to see, does it get really expensive when you start doing the remodel versus just the re, replastering?
1: Well... I'll tell you what. Uh, because of what you, the things you were talking about, give the Texas remodel team a call. Okay. And uh, you know they've got different people that can help out with the different aspects of the job, and I think okay. they would do a a good job. And you know the the advantage to them is they can help you with the difference between renovating versus remodeling. Okay. Their number is eight four four. 3350692.
6: And that's a Texas
1: remodeling? Yep, that's a Texas remodel team. All right, great. Okay. I sure appreciate it. You have a good weekend. Thank you.
0: We have enough gun control. What we need is idiot control. But enough of politics. Here's Jim Dutton with more Texas Home Improvement.
1: to Texas Home Improvement. Hey, this portion is being made possible by Guardian Roof Systems. Get your roof done right by a company you can trust. Call 888-603-4185 or visit guardianroofsystems.com. All right, if you got a home improvement question, 713-212-5874. That's 713 212 Five eight seven four. If you're outside the Houston area, that's eight six six nine three seven zero 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 three. Let's head back to the calls. We're gonna go to Deer Park, Texas. Mike. This is Jim. What can I do for you?
7: Hey, Jim. I have a uh, house that was uh, built somewhere around the early '50s,
3: and it has the siding. Uh, they had put vinyl siding
7: on it at some point. Do you know where I can buy this vinyl siding?
1: Do I know where you can buy it, you said?
3: Yeah, I've been looking for it. And I can't find it. It's like it's outdated. It's, you know, it's the four-inch
7: vinyl siding that's on the house. Some of them are damaged.
1: Yeah, there there are still supply places that carry it, um, you know, and, and sell it because it's still used. Now, it may not be the same size and style anymore but I'm going to give you two places that you can get in contact with because as a homeowner, no, you're probably not going to be able to go into the supply houses and get it. You'll probably have to go through a contractor. Okay. So uh, Victor's Remodeling and Construction is one company that you could call.
7: All right.
1: Uh, you can call him at 832-243-9997. Okay. Is it like... He, it and I would,
7: he would order it, and I'd buy it from him, or something.
1: Yeah, that's something you would just have to talk with him about. Um, and he'd, he, you know, I know he does a lot of siding and stuff, so he'd be the one that would uh, probably be able to help you the best on that. Okay. All right. Well, I appreciate it. All righty. You take care. Have a great day. Mhm. Again, our number seven one three two one two. Five let us talk with Shan.
8: Hi, Jim. Thank you for uh, taking my call. I have a um, question for you. We're uh, due to close on a house in about a week and um, just, you know, about to do the final walkthrough. Um, supposedly, there's no garbage disposal uh, under the kitchen sink, which I thought was a little odd. Um, I personally have not looked under the kitchen sink, so I'm not sure if there ever was a garbage disposal there to begin with or if it just needs to be replaced. My question is, depending on that situation, would it be something with me having basically no experience doing that, um, installing it myself, if I'm just replacing one that used to be there, or if it would be a little bit more involved, you know, as far as the piping and the plumbing goes, um, if we were putting one in for the very first time?
1: Well, the hardest thing about putting in a garbage disposal is making sure you got electrical for hooking up the garbage disposal. Um the second hardest thing is really just getting the old one out, and since you don't have one there now, shouldn't be too hard on that. So the first thing will be check, make sure that you've got an electrical outlet underneath there to plug the, the garbage disposal in. Then when you buy one, uh, go with sinkerator. I mean, that's the name brand. They, they set the standard for garbage disposals. And you'll, you'll basically hook a, a bracket. You'll take out the strainer. You know, take all the pipes out from underneath there. You'll hook a strainer on one side, and I don't know why, but usually they put them on the left. And the garbage disposal will hook on the bottom of that strainer on the new one that you, that you put in, and it basically just twists on and tightens up. And from there, you got to knock a plug out of the side of the garbage disposal for the other sink to tie into it, Mm-hmm. put the drain pipes back up and you're done it's it's pretty easy the old ones you used to have to hardwire into the electrical most of the new ones they just use a regular plug so that if there's an outlet underneath there you just plug it in and and you're finished
8: i see okay so um it, i mean and if, if need be if i was um, a little intimidated by it i mean it's something a plumber could come out and do do you think they'd I mean, would there be a big charge for doing something like that, or?
1: <laughs> oh, a plumber can definitely come out. Usually, it's going to run you somewhere—I don't know—two hundred bucks to have a plumber come out and install ah. it for you. Now, I'm going to tell you, I don't have a garbage disposal at my house uh, because I'm on, on a uh, septic system, uh, but uh, and you know, homes that are use septic tanks typically don't. And I I guess I don't really have septic anymore. I got rid of that and have the – oh, shoot, all of a sudden I forgot the name of it. But anyways, um, Hmm. one of the things that you avoid by not having a garbage disposal, you avoid a lot of times plugging up the pipes because a lot of times people put stuff down in through that garbage disposal that really should never go into it. Celery. Celery. You know, things like that that we just don't even think twice about dropping in there create problems down the pipe. Understood. So there are some advantages to not having one.
8: Understood. All right. Well, thank you for your help, Jim. I appreciate it.
1: You bet. Take care.
8: Good luck with that. Thank you. Bye-bye. Welcome
0: back to Texas Home Improvement. It's like NPR without all the intellectual boring baloney. Here's Jim Dutton
1: back. Hey, this portion of Texas Home Improvement is brought to you by the best siding on the planet, James Hardy Siding. And, yeah, you're going to hear some background noise today because we are broadcasting live from the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo. It's a great time out here, t- and, you know, I look forward to rodeo season every year. But I'm still here to take your calls and answer your questions. So if you got a home improvement question, 713 212 5874 that's the number to call, 713-212-5874. If you're outside the Houston area, 866-937-0003. Let's head straight back into the calls. We're going to talk with Stephen in Clear Lake. Welcome to Texas Home Improvement.
9: Thank you, uh, uh, Jim. <laughs> Got my tongue hung in the okay. sure eye. saying and I uh, appreciate you taking my call on this wet and rainy day, at least here in Clear Lake. Um, so the longest, I'm sorry, I have I'm barely electric.
1: hearing you. Can you speak just a little bit louder for me?
9: I'll yell into it. Is that any better?
1: Much better. Go is ahead. Is that
9: any better? Okay. Um, I have an all-electric home, and, uh, of course, I have an electric hot water heater. For the longest time, I've been really curious about a tankless, but uh, it it appears as though the electrical changes that I'll have to make to bring 120 amps to that site is more than I want to bite off. So my second thought now is the hybrid hot water heaters that are kind of like a heat pump. And, and I, number one, in case I mistakenly sound like it, I don't want you to mistake me for somebody who knows what he's talking about. And what I'm trying to do is accumulate opinions from people that do know what they're talking about, whether or not these uh, hybrid water heaters are a good thing, if they make any noise and, uh, or things like that. And, and then of the ones that are available, and I believe GE makes a GeoSpring, and I think Ream makes one, and A.O. Smith makes one, Which of those would be the better ones? Do you have any experience with them?
1: Okay. I have experience with the tankless water heaters. In fact, I have an electric tankless in my own house. Uh, I have a a Cisco in my house. As far as uh, the hybrid on electric, no. I've I've, uh, done work with hybrid gas, but to be honest with you, I haven't even seen an electric hybrid. So i really got no idea how they would perform. Uh, In general, though, I love tankless water heaters. Retrofitting, like you're experiencing, though, can be very costly. And in many cases, it's cost prohibitive to retrofit. If you're building new, absolutely tankless is the way to go. And if you can get the electrical run in for a reasonable fee, then it's fine for a retrofit. Same with gas. You know, uh, a lot of people think, well, I'm just going to get rid of my tank gas and switch over to tankless. But it requires a bigger gas line than the tank water heater did. So even that has Mm -hmm. a lot of cost involved in it. Uh, Have you got any particular brands that you've been looking at on on this uh, hybrid?
9: Well, actually, yeah. I've uh, looked at the Geospring, the GE. And that's available, like, at the box stores. Uh, Ream makes one, and you can get those from the plumbing stores. And I just uh, realized that A.O. Smith, I have an A.O. Smith electric hot water heater. It's been in my house 36 years. And I know I shouldn't say that because when I go home tonight, I'll probably be busted. But I've uh, gotten a lot of use out of the A.O. Smith. But I've heard some talk from people at a couple of the box stores that do work on the side that the A.O. Smith hybrid is not a, not a reliable product. My my challenge with the with the tankless is that, number one, I have an indoor breaker panel. That's the way I specified it when we built the house in 79. And it only has one more uh, knockout for another breaker. And right now the hot water heater has, I think, a a 30-amp 240 going to it. So I, I need to bring probably two more circuits because I think most of these whole house hot water heaters take about 120 amps. And I don't have any space in that breaker panel. So I'd have to replace that inside breaker panel with a new breaker panel. And, of course, that would become a real task.
1: Well, i got to be honest. If I was in your shoes right now, uh, given the size breaker panel you have and, and all that stuff, I personally would go back with just a tank water heater. I know there's a lot of talk about you know how the, everybody ought to be switching to tankless. I love tankless. I said that a minute ago, but in a situation like you're in, it makes sense to stick with the tank-type water heater. And even the, the well, new tank water heaters are more efficient than the old ones were. So there's nothing wrong with going with that.
9: Well, I realize that, but I, as, as an electric, all electric house, I've been watching my usage. And you know, on days where I don't have any air conditioning or heating running, and I don't do loads of laundry the the current use or the watt usage is about twenty five percent by the the hot water heater, and I know on, on days when I'm running the air conditioner and stuff like that, then that percentage shrinks. And it, uh, so I'm kind of interested in finding a lower cost for the hot water. And these hybrid systems make some pretty interesting claims about what you can save because their heat factors are, are close to three, uh, whereas with the obviously the electric tank water heater can get no better than one. So that's that's why I was interested in these hybrid systems. I'm yeah. say, accumulating well, like I said, the
1: opinions. electric hybrids work I mean the electric the gas hybrids work great. So I really have no reason to believe that the electric wouldn't. I just personally have not used anything on the electric hybrid. I've only I've only dealt with the gas hybrids and uh okay. you know they they've okay. definitely well, been the... money saving for the for the ones I've dealt with
9: okay well thank you very much sir
1: alrighty you have a great weekend
8: you have a great life take care bye bye
1: 713-212-5874 any home improvement question you got I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas home improvement if I don't know hey, all I can do is tell you what I I do know and uh, then you have to make a decision from there what to do Robert this is Jim how can I help you
3: Yes, sir. Thanks for taking the call. I have more of a question it's turned out to be. Uh, Again, uh, hot water heaters. Uh, In the market to buy one. And just so happened to uh, mention while I was uh, looking at some that uh, I used the hot water out of the hot water heater to make hot chocolate and instant coffee. And the guy I was talking to liked had a fit. He said he would not recommend using hot water to drink, that it, the hot water heaters are sit there and, and are terrible, and he wouldn't drink them. Have you heard anything on that?
1: You know, I hear people say that all the time, but if you saw the water that runs through the cold water pipe, you'd say the same thing. They're both full of junk in there. Uh, I personally wouldn't worry about it a bit. I pull hot water from the hot water heater for hot chocolate and stuff all the time as well, so I wouldn't lose any sleep over that at all. And I hear some people who say drink a cup of it every day and it'll make you live longer. So don't don't lose any sleep over that. <laughs>
0: Women love him, men admire him, and evil contractors fear him. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement.
1: And welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. Thanks for listening. You know, all over the state of Texas on great stations like KJCE 1370 AM in Austin, in, in uh, WBAP in Dallas-Fort Worth, in Granbury, Texas, KPIR 1420 AM, and of course, right here in Houston, KTRH 740 AM. I'm kind of giggling after that little promo there while we were on break. I had a couple of mechanical contractors come by. I'm out here at the Fort Worth Stock Show and Rodeo, and they listen to the show all the time. They love listening. They, they you know like the advice and, and all that stuff, and they said their primary reason for listening, they want to hear me screw up. So I find that kind of funny after that uh, little bumper we just had there. Got a home improvement question, 713-212. Five eight seven four. That's seven one three two one two five eight seven four. Any home improvement question, pick up the phone, give me a call, I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Don't forget to check out our website also, THIPro.com. And while you're there, click on the Pattersons Project. That's have We got a little teaser video there for our upcoming video that we're releasing. It's going to be a six series video. And uh, you know, give you an idea of what's going on uh, on it. Neil, this is Jim. What can I do for you?
10: Yeah, I'd like to. Uh,
1: you know, the guy. I hope he's still
10: listening about the disposal that he he has no idea how to put it in. Um, you know, I'm questioning whether he has a dishwasher under there or not. And does he? I mean, is it old enough that he has a switch on his dishwasher? You know, I don't. I don't know if he has that. But I mean, I used to be an electrician, so. You look at that and uh, he can come off his dishwasher on that. I know this is probably uh, something that you would probably say don't do, but uh, um, with the amount of uh, power that he's going to use from the disposal to the dishwasher, if he doesn't use them both at the same time and he's got that wire going in there, he could put in a um, plug and then plug both of them in.
1: Oh, yeah, you can get away with it, but you you hit a key thing if he's not using them both at the same time and... Uh, you know as well as I do code requires you to be able to set it to where you can use both things at the same time without tripping it but that also goes beyond what your average homeowner should hook hmm. up on their own if the electrical's not there I would tell them to bring in a contractor you know an electrician to hook up the electrical part uh, okay that's just not something I would normally tell a homeowner to work on you themselves. know he's gonna be he's
10: going to be in an outside wall so yeah I hear what you're saying about Somebody who doesn't know how to do it, but after 40 years, it uh, you learn how to do all these things. And, and I'm not trust me, I hire somebody to do my sheetrocking and my tile, but the plumbing is no big deal. And and I think if the guy actually you know looked and, and to see what had to be done and listened to you, he might be able to pull it off.
1: Oh yeah, I, I, uh, putting in a garbage disposal for most people is not that complicated. <laughs> Uh, like I said, as long as the electrical is there where he can plug it in, I see absolutely no reason he shouldn't be able to hook that up and, and take care of it.
10: Okay, thanks, dude.
1: You bet. Have a good okay. one. Again, our number seven one 713-212-5874. We're going to head down to Lake Jackson. And, Gary, welcome to Texas Home Improvement.
6: Thank you. Uh, just a quick question. Can you use a recirculating system, With a tankless hot water heater,
1: well, you can get do a recirculating system with a tankless. Uh, There are some of the tankless systems actually have a small tank on them, like the Navion system. It has a, a very small tank on it for and a recirculating pump already built into it for doing just that. And what it does basically is if the water cools down so far, then the tankless will kick in to heat it back up again. Uh, And so, yeah, it it is definitely an option. Uh, Typically, if you're going to do that, have it on a timer so that you're not, you know, running it 24-7 because there's no reason to be heating the water all the time. But, yeah, you can definitely do that.
6: Well, I currently have a... uh... 75 gallon, 75,000 BTU uh, water heater with uh, all, that's running on propane, and propane tanks in the ground. And I'm not there all the time. It's a it's a uh, second home, and I'm not there all the time. So um, I think that the tankless hot water heater certainly makes sense. But I've already got a recirculating system built in. Uh, you know, to the plumbing, it's already plumbed in, so uh, I'm just wondering what my best option is here.
1: Okay, in that situation, what I would do is put my recirculating system on a switch so that uh, when I'm ready for it, I hit a switch, the recirculating system is on. When I'm not there, the switch is on-off, so it's not recirculating and not running up the, uh, you know, using gas to, to keep water hot.
6: Right, it already has a uh, timer built onto to the uh, recirculating pump. So uh, I guess I could use it as it is, right?
1: Oh, absolutely. Now, by doing that, even though you're not there, it's still going to kick on and and be heating water to to heat the water that's in that pipe. But if you put an override switch on it, then you can actually shut it down. And really, you you can leave the recirculating system on if you want and just put a switch on the water heater. Uh, because even though the water heater is gas, it still uses some electricity, and so you can have a switch on that to turn it on and off as well.
6: Okay, perfect. Thank you for your help.
1: You bet. You take care. And I know I'm going to hear from some of the plumbers out there saying, well, you got to keep those water heaters on all the time because of electrical. There are things you can do to them that will allow you to power them, on, on, power them off and on that way when you're not using them uh, as well as put in timers and such so there are ways around some of those issues but you got to get somebody out there who is familiar with it and knows how to make those things happen
0: Just listening to this show will make your property value go up. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement.
1: Welcome back. Hey, Due West Foundation Repair is taking care of this portion of Texas Home Improvement. When you want the best, you call Due West. All right, let's get ready and head back into some calls at 713-212-5874. Ruby, Ruby this is Jim. What can I do for you?
4: Yeah, and I guess you know, we were really hit by hell. So I was told I need a new roof. Now, what I need to know, the only thing I know about a roof is that's what's on top of my house. Uh, what do I need to know to ask questions or tell them what kind I want for a good roof?
1: Well, the first thing I would tell you is called Guardian Roof Systems because they're a great company who can truly come out and help you out with all your roofing needs. And the second thing I would tell you is, uh, you know, look at a 30- year shingle. A lot of times people will be trying to push you a, a longer life shingle but in our climate you're really not going to get the longer life out of it. So just stick with that 30year shingle. Garden roof systems though will give you all the insides on the different shingles and there are hurricane hurricane there are uh, hail sh- uh, resistant shingles available out there as well if you want to take a look at them. They do cost quite a bit more, so I don't typically, you know, recommend you necessarily go with those. But again, they are available if you want to take a look at them. Uh, for me, though, uh, I've used Guardian roof systems several times. They've always done a great job for me, so I I would stick with with calling them and welcome back to texas home improvement your total home improvement source 713-212-5874 that's the number to call any home improvement question you have i'll see what i can do to help you out here on texas home improvement you know if you miss any of the show be sure to check out our podcast it's available on itunes or click the soundcloud icon at thipro.com and while you're there make sure you also take a look at the Uh, video that we got playing right now there at uh, THIPro.com. It's on the Patterson project that we did for the firefighter in Dallas. And we're getting ready to do a project in Houston for a police officer as well. And, you know, we'd like everybody to take a look and see what we did on the firefighter's project because that helps to get more support for our future projects. And, uh, you know, we love doing these kind of projects to help out first responders. So by all means... If you would, please go take a look at it. But right now, let's get ready to head back into our calls. 713-212-5874. Oh, before we do that, Guardian Roof Systems. I said I was going to get that number while we were on break. Guardian Roof Systems, 888-603-4185. And, you know, like I was saying, if you've had hail damage or something like that and you need a new roof, Guardian Roof Systems will go over all your roofing choices. There are hail-resistant shingles available, and different things like that, uh, as well as uh, wind-resistant uh, shingles. And if you want a complete system, Guardian Roof Systems is the company that you need it to deal with. Whether it's a flat roof or or a shingle roof, doesn't matter. They can truly help you out. They do sh- they do uh, metal roofs as well. So. Again, Guardian Roof Systems 888-603-4185. Let's see here. Gabriel in Sugarland. Welcome to KTRH. What can I do for you?
7: Um so basically I've got both of my toilets that flush multiple times. It's an older home and the toilets are probably about 7 or 8 years old. So I just wanted to know what my issue possibly could be. If it's a toilet issue or if it's a different issue.
1: Typically, if it, on the toilet, if you've got to flush it twice, you know one of the things that can happen is the porcelain in the bowl will tend to build up and uh, uh, scale on it and such. As it does that, the debris doesn't flow out of it as well as it used to. And so that causes you to have to start flushing it twice. The other thing, though, the first thing to check is to make sure that the tank is filling all the way, and when you flush it, it's letting all the water out. Because that's the primary thing that happens a lot of times is uh, that only half the tank will empty into the bowl, and if that's the case, it's just a matter of resetting some of the stuffs like the float switch and the flappers uh, in order to compensate for that. But if I'm going on the assumption that both of those are working the way they should, you're getting full flush. As a toilet ages, and I had this question earlier today as well. Typical lifespan of a toilet is about twenty to twenty-five years. At that point, the porcelain has worn enough that it's really time you got to replace it. And so, you know, if you're getting into that age group, it would be time. Or if you got just a really cheap toilet, uh, sometimes you don't even get that much that much lifespan out of it. One thing that you well, can do if it's just some buildup in the porcelain there, if it can be cleaned. They make a pumice stone that you can get at, you know, Ace Hardware, box stores, different places like that, that you can actually rub that porcelain and it takes all that buildup off of it. And, you know, if the rest of the, the toilet is in good shape, that a lot of times will fix it up to where you're good to go to, to go again.
7: Well, it's not that I have to flush it twice. It's that the toilet, when I flush it once, it actually, the water drains twice.
1: Ah, okay. So it, it, it drains down and then it kind of gurgles and and drains again.
7: Yeah, basically it'll it'll kind of almost fill up again and then and then flush again.
1: Yep. Okay. Usually what's causing that is a vent problem. Uh because by that point the bowl is already starting to fill up again and right. if you if the if the vent pipe for that toilet is plugged that 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 second gurgle, what happens is the pipe is trying to pull air into it in order to release the pressure, much like a straw does. You know, when you put your finger on a straw, you take it up Uh out of the glass. Well, your toilet does the same thing when you flush it. And if the the vent's not open, the water in the pipe doesn't flow out right. It pulls back through that bowl in the toilet, and that's that second flush, that gurgle that you get. And so... The first thing I would do is go up top and run a water hose down through the vent pipe uh, and run it all the way down to the bottom and turn the hose on, see if you can flush out what's down there. Uh, if not, you may have to get a plumber to come out with a snake to, to release it, but that's normally what's causing that problem.
10: Yeah, I mean, because it's an older home, so it's built in the 60s. So
1: Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's, it's gonna it's going to be in the vent pipe then of the toilet okay okay awesome thanks for being like thank you sir 713-212-5874 i'll see what i can do to help you out let's see we're going to talk with jose this is jim what can i do for you thank you i love your show thank you
7: um well you know i'm um, it's in my heart, you know, I'm a carpenter, and uh, we install flooring. It's in my heart to actually build my own house, especially for my mom, and I just acquired a, uh, a lot, and I was wondering if you can suggest to me someone that had ventured into, into that themselves, and uh, maybe I can, you know, get in touch with some people that can actually hit, help me out.
1: Okay. I'll tell you what, there is an organization called the Owner-Builder Network. Awesome. And basically what they do is help people who want to build their own house. Uh, Okay. The parts that you're comfortable doing, you can do on your own. The parts that you need to have some outside help, they're there to help you with it and help find uh, contractors who work with homeowners and financing if you need financing Places to uh, work with you as well for building it that way.
7: Okay. All right. And that's that owners?
1: Yeah, it's the Owner Builder Network.
7: Builders Network. Okay. Yep. I really, really appreciate your help. Thank you, Jim.
1: You bet. You take okay. care. You too. Bye-bye. Bye. Right. And, you know, they're usually out at the different home shows. I know we got shows coming up at uh, uh, both the George R. Brown and out at NRG. So, Uh, They more than likely will be out there if you want to talk to them. But, yeah, you can look up the Owners Builders Network. 713-212-5874. Let's talk with Rick and Tombaugh. Welcome to KTRH. Hey, how you doing? Doing wonderful.
7: Uh, I know some other people talked about this, but I built a home about nine years ago. It's it's probably bigger than I needed, but I've got two 50-gallon hot water heaters gas in the attic. And uh, what I'm thinking is I do want to go to uh, a tankless, uh, but I want one that has, I guess it's a research tank uh, because I want to be able to put a pump in, I guess. Uh, some of them may already have that built in right. from the furtherest uh, bathroom I have in the master bathroom because it takes so long to get the water hot, that just a waste of water. Since those two fifty-gallon hot water heaters are there, and I've you know had them now close to ten years, assuming what fifteen years you probably can get for sure, um, I wanted to wait till I got maybe my life expectancy out of them, and I believe I have a large enough gas line.
1: Well, so, typically for the gas line, you're looking on a tankless. You're looking at a three-quarter inch line. I so, think I have a one inch. Okay, you're good then. because yeah, that's. Typically, the largest you would need is a one-inch. And for the recirculating system like you're talking about, take a look at Navion. N-A-V-I-E-N, I I believe, is how they spell it. And uh, that has the recirculating system built into it.
7: There is a copper line that came from my master bedroom shower back to the two hot water heaters. But the plumber, even though I custom-built the house, he couldn't get it right, and he had to put a valve and cut it off because the, uh, all the the plumbing fixture in the shower is one of those that you turn it to hot and cold, just one knob, Yeah, and it would yeah. never get completely hot because of somehow the way I think he plumbed it in, I was getting cold water coming down that line, liquid, and it was infusion in, and you never could get the right ratio. Uh, so I think it's a matter of taking that line and putting it in the right place. Yep. Uh, so uh, a plumber. I live in Tomball. Who would you suggest or who should I call?
1: Um, two two companies I'll give you. Picket Plumbing. Okay. Uh, you can give them a call. And let me give you their number. It's uh, 713-896-9700. Or you can call due West Total plumbing at 713-475-0004.
7: If I use your name, I get a discount, right?
1: <laughs> <laughs> sure. <laughs> Just tell them I said so. No.
7: <laughs> what does a typical thing like that cost jerk out the 250s and put in one a box of
1: Well... You know, it's hard to give you a typical cost on it, uh, only because I don't know what the installation is going to take. But the fact that you've got the, the inch gas line there is going to keep it pretty affordable. I will tell you, the water heater itself will probably cost you somewhere in the neighborhood between twelve and $1,800, uh-huh. plus the installation. So you're probably going to be looking at, say, 2500
7: well, I know one thing. I've got two vent stacks uh, for each one, and I've studied it enough to know that I could actually y into both of those because I know you have to have a bigger diameter than you normally do, and you got to. I know there's some issues about how that pipe goes up in there. Well, not so with the Navion.
1: Kinda... That's and that's one of the things I like about it. it. The Navion system is so efficient that it actually can vent with a PVC stack. And there you not require that double stainless steel.
7: All right. That's what I wanted. So Navion, I wanted one efficient since I'm not quite retired yet, but I'll probably be living in this house hopefully another 20 years. It might pay for itself in about 20 years over yep. a regular. It, it's not going to pay for itself in five years, I don't think. It might yeah. take 15. But, okay.
1: Uh, thank you. You bet. Take it easy. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
0: Beware of evil contractors' half truths. You may get the wrong half. Here's more Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton.
1: This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by America's Choice Windows, where you can get ten windows for just thirty six eighty. That's a heck of a deal. You got to give them a call today if you're wanting to get replacement windows. And, you know, they do have some special financing available right now as well. So with approved credit, I mean, you can't beat the deals that America's Choice Windows has out there for you. 713-212-5874. We're going to Texas City. Carl, this is Jim. What can I do for you?
5: Yes, sir. I just ripped out a bunch of old carpet from my house, and I was going to leave the hardwood floors. I've cleaned it all up the best I could, and it looks like they smeared glue all over the top of the hardwood they put the carpet down and i'm just wondering if there's anything i can do besides get down on my hands and knees with a putty and I have to get that up
1: okay is is the glue on the wood floors or is it on the concrete
5: it's on the hardwood floor on top of the wood
1: okay no there's not an easy way to take it off but when you say you're going to redo those floors are you going to sand them down
5: if that's what i have to do i was trying to get this up without having to do it because what it what doesn't have glue smeared all over it has a nice little sheen to it
1: okay well then the first thing i would try before i started sanding them down and I, it, this may not may or may not work but take get as much of that glue off as you can by just you know chipping it off a little bit without tearing up the finish but use some use some uh, lacquer thinner or paint thin, right. not paint thinner, but lacquer thinner Okay. on it. And uh, being careful because it will eat through the finish as well, but that may take it off depending on what type of glue it is. Okay. Other than that, typically what you got to do is re-sand them and finish them.
5: That's what I was afraid of, and I was yeah. trying to keep doing that, but I figured I was going to have to get on my hands and knees with a putty knife and start scraping everything, and uh, that was going to be a mess. But I feel you so. lacquer thinner, right?
1: Yeah, just just try some lacquer thinner and see how that does on it.
5: Okay, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You bet, it.
1: Carl. Take care. Bye-bye. Again, our number seven one three two one two five eight seven four. 713-212-5874. That's 713 212 5874. Any home improvement question you have, pick up the phone, give me a call. I'll see what I can do to help you out here on Texas Home Improvement. Don't forget, check out our website, thipro.com. You can sign up for our newsletter that goes out every other week on the upper right hand corner, as well as take a look at uh, the video that we've got that's coming out. <clears throat> we've got a trailer on the website that you can take a look at for the Patterson Project. It's overhaul for a hero. And I'd appreciate it if everybody would go take a look at that. Uh, Again, that's THIPro.com.
0: We're back to Texas Home Improvement, keeping you moving forward.
3: Because sometimes just getting started on home improvement projects is the hardest part
0: of all. And motivated for your projects.
1: Break your butt up.
0: Here's Jim Dutton.
1: Welcome back to Texas Home Improvement. This portion of Texas Home Improvement is made possible by more plumbing supplies, bath, and kitchen showplace. Go beyond the box stores. Go to bkshowplace.com to find a store nearest you. Alrighty, I want to bring on a guest right now, though. I've got Glenn Geltmeyer from Carrier here. And Glenn, welcome to Texas Home Improvement. Well, thank you for having us, Jim. You know, the this is the time of year, and I said this a minute ago on one of the spots, that people really aren't thinking about air conditioning right now. They're they're, they're they're more into heating their home than they are cooling. And granted, we don't use our heaters a lot here in Houston, but when we need them, my gosh, you need it working right. We want it to work when you turn that thermostat on. Now, Carrier has some really great systems. The, the Infinity uh, has multiple layers of systems, and... Uh, you know, whether you're using the two-speed or, or going all the way up to the green, I forget what the name is. Green speed, green we speed. call it. That, that, that is just an amazing system.
11: It really is. It, um, you know, we don't use all the capacity of that system very much of the time. So the real question on the comfort side is, how do you make the system dehumidify and keep it comfortable in the house? And it's like you kind of have to ramp it up and ramp it down depending on the weather. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what green speed does.
1: Now, in, in the climate that we have in Houston, humidity is a huge issue. And that's the nice thing with those variables that way is not only do they control the temperature, but they can control the humidity better.
11: Absolutely. You want to keep the uh, air coming off your coil on your air conditioner system as cold as you can. It rings out that moisture, especially in Houston and South Texas. And so in order to do that, it might not be, you know, 95 degrees that day. It might be 90 degrees. And so how do you do that? Well, you... You ramp up the system and keep it running, and you don't let it turn on and off, and you keep it on, and you keep dehumidifying, and that's how you keep
1: yourself comfortable. Well, and that's one of the uh, fallacies that a lot of people have is that they're saving money when their unit is off, but truly it costs a lot to fire that system off each time it clicks on, kind of like the old fluorescent lights used to be. It's cheaper to have it kind of running at a lower speed than it is just on the And then off.
11: No question about it. And the wear and tear on your system is equally tough. You know, when you just, if you have it on or off and it just bangs on or comes off, that's pretty hard on the system. So when you just ramp up and start kind of low and only work up to what you need, guess what? You save a lot of energy and you just use what you have to use. And sometimes it's a lot quieter. And it's just more efficient.
1: So that, that's kind of like me. If somebody says you want to go jogging, I'm going to start <laughs> off walking. I'm going to run for about three steps, and then I'm going to slow back down Absolutely again.
11: Absolutely right. And you're you you you're not so stressed, are you? And yeah. neither is your air conditioner if it doesn't have to run the whole way. Slow
1: and steady, just Absolutely. like a turtle. Absolutely.
11: <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Now, Carrier has been doing air conditioning probably longer than anybody else out there. A hundred and something years now,
11: and uh, a number of years ago, uh, it's interesting. Carrier was recognized in Time Magazine as one of the most one of the most important uh, inventions ever. Willis Carrier was the guy. Yep. And uh, you know they uh, they uh, noted that we wouldn't have computers today without it because you couldn't build the chips and the buildings in such a a manner to do it without air conditioning. And so we all take it for granted until it it doesn't work anymore. And then we wonder what to do, and that's what we're there for to help.
1: You know, it's it's amazing how we all lived for forever without air conditioning. Now we consider it a a necessity to live. Um, of course, our military guys still do without them a lot of times. Yeah, unfortunately, but, um, yeah. You know, the the fact that they are such a comfort and such a necessity for us means you got to have good solid equipment that's going to last.
11: Well, and the technology, uh, you know, most people think air conditioning is just kind of this dull, you know, unexciting thing, and they buy a new house, and they don't even know what's in it. And quite frankly, it's come a long way in the last 10 years or so. And technology's caught up with it, and, you know, it's to the point where you have a little problem with your system. It's like a nice car. It'll tell the dealer there's a problem before you ever know there's one in air conditioning. Now, it'll send an email to your dealer if you want it to and tell them we've got a little issue, and they know to schedule a service visit, and you don't even know you have a problem yet. Yeah. So it's come a long, long way. Well, and that, that keeps you from being down. Yeah, absolutely. It's a peace of mind thing for sure.
1: Well, Glenn, I appreciate you taking time to talk to us a little bit about some of the, the carrier equipment and and, uh, and stuff. And, You know, I don't see Carrier going anywhere for many, many decades to come. They've been
11: around a long time, and, and, you know, if anybody wants to just go online and and check for themselves, just www.carrier.com, and you can
1: find a lot of information there. Excellent. I appreciate it, Glenn. Thanks, Jim. Take care. You know, and again, if you're looking for air conditioning systems, you've got to take a look at these Carrier systems. They They are rock solid, built to last, and will really keep you comfortable in your homes and that's what it's about it's not a it's not a heating and cooling situation it is keeping you comfort and that's that's what air conditioning systems are all about nowadays all right let's jump back into some calls here we're going to talk with anna this is jim what can i do for you hello anna
7: hello how
4: are
1: you i'm doing fine how can i help you
4: i have an air conditioning well not problem but Maybe you can clarify. Um, I, uh, homeowner's warranty sent out a vendor, and he said I needed a new compressor. Now they're refusing to pay because they said compressors do not go out. It's a Goodman air condition unless something is already wrong with it, and and they said because I have a hard starter kit, that meant that something was wrong with the air-conditioned, that's why it was put on. I've spoken to other air-conditioned people, and they said that's just an accessory. That doesn't mean there's anything wrong with an air-conditioning. Could you shed some light on that, please?
1: Absolutely. Just because you have a hard-start kit does not mean you have a problem with your air-conditioning system. Um, As an air-conditioning system ages, you know, sometimes... We do put hard start kits on them to make them start up a little bit easier. Um, And did you say your system is a Goodman system?
4: It's a Goodman, and it's around, I think, seven years old or something like that. So it's not really that old, and they're saying it should last 20 years. And because the, I don't know, but they said since it was, I'm not sure what this exactly means, burnt to the ground or something like that, that there was something already wrong with it.
1: Okay, on the on Texas Home Improvement, I am non-politically correct, so I speak my mind uh, on, on things. And Goodman system is a very low-end air conditioning system. You are typically yes. not going to get 20 years out of it. Okay. Uh, the average typically on a Goodman system is going to be 10 to 12 years, okay. and it's wore out. It's got to be replaced. It, if okay. you go with the higher-end systems, you know, like we were just talking about, Carrier. You'll get 20 years plus out of those systems, um, but they're built different. They're built stronger to last. So, and 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 not to say that Carrier's junk or not Carrier, but Goodman is junk. But it's just not built to the standards that some of the other systems are for the longevity of them. But that being said, if it's only a seven-year-old system, uh, I would not be looking at replacing it yet. Unless, You know, unless the cost of repairing the system is going to be half the cost of a new system, then I'd put a new system in. Right, if the
4: compressor is what I'm in need of.
1: Yeah, and and just the compressor alone should not be half the cost. You should be able to put a new compressor in that system at a reasonable cost uh, and keep the system going for many years to come still. Uh, What part of town is this in?
4: This is in Spring Branch. The only problem I was having is with the warranty because that's one of the reasons they're refusing to replace it because it has a hard starter kit, which they're saying it it basically it's letting them know that the system or the air condition was something was already wrong with it, and that's why that was put in so they can't warranty
1: it. is Goodman so, themselves telling you that or just the, the uh, no tech the home warrant
4: the the home
1: warranty okay. Uh, that i
4: bought
1: the, the first thing i would do is the good i don't i don't remember i don't remember what the warranty is on a goodman compressor but check with another air conditioning company you can call my company if you want Do west air conditioning okay and talk to gary about it and he's, he's going to tell you the same thing i did you know that they're not the best units but A lot of air conditioning units have a 10-year compressor warranty, and if you do, that can go straight to Goodman instead of going through your warranty company and get it taken care of that way because warranty companies, all they're looking for is a way to get out of covering those warranties. I typically tell people don't waste your money buying them. But Uh uh, in in your case, call call my office and talk to Gary, 713-475-0004. And he'll give you the the rundown on it. Like I said, a compressor shouldn't run you anywhere near enough to justify replacing that system. And I got an idea you're going to be under warranty where it really shouldn't cost you hardly anything.
4: Okay. And for warranty, do, do, do you have to, like, send anything, or is it automatically under warranty and air condition?
1: It'll depend on the manufacturer, and I don't know what Goodman's requirements are.
4: Okay, I'll just have to. And what was that number again,
1: 713? 713-475-0004. Okay,
4: thank you very much for the You're information. You're welcome,
1: Anna. Good luck with that.
0: There ain't nothing you don't know about home improvement. stinking smart aleck. Here's Jim Dutton on Texas Home Improvement.
1: By Sunburst Shutters. You'll find you won't find better shutters for your home than Sunburst Shutters. Okay, let's jump back into the calls here and Brian and Katie, how can I help you?
7: Hey, thanks for taking my call. I really appreciate it. I'm having we just moved here to Katie about a year ago, and I'm having an issue where every time the air conditioner turns on, one of the bathrooms upstairs, it sounds like the sink is gurgling.
1: Oh yeah. And what's causing that is the drain line for the air conditioning over, you know, condensation line is flowing into the drain line in that sink. It goes just above the... Uh, right, right before feature. the trap. Yep. And so you're hearing the water draining uh, from the coils of your air conditioning system.
7: I, we didn't have those lines. I noticed that. We didn't have those in Louisiana. I guess that's the Texas thing.
1: Well, it used to be that uh, even here in Texas, they didn't used to go under the sink. That changed, oh, I don't know, probably 10, 15 years ago. We started running them under the sinks. So older homes, they, they ran into the sewer pipe directly, or they drained outside.
7: What, is there a fix for that? I mean, is there anything I can do?
1: Close the bathroom door. Close the
7: bathroom
10: door. What normally do is close the sink. Uh, Yeah, no,
1: one one of the things that you can do uh, is what causes a lot of times noise is if they get that line too high above the water, so as it's dropping in there, it makes a lot of noise. If you can drop it down and make it just a little bit closer, the water's not dropping as far, so it's not as noisy.
7: Okay. Okay. That's what I figured it was. I just wanted to check with you. I appreciate it.
1: No problem. You take care.
7: You too. Bye. Bye.
0: If somebody tells you you can't do it, tell them to kiss your crowbar. This is Texas Home Improvement with Jim Dutton. Hey, this of
1: Texas Home Improvement. made off by four and four, Texas' largest selection and the lowest prices guaranteed. I'm going to take one last quick call here. Ray, I've got about one minute. What can I do for you?
2: Hey, good afternoon. Uh, A question I have is
7: on my garage floor, I'm getting foam coming up, and it used to only come up like in the uh, winter time. Now it's coming up all the time, and it started from the outside wall of the inside garage floor, and it's coming in, and it's breaking the surface of the garage floor up too. Is there anything that can be done along the line of sealants? Or, or it, it, it's obnoxious. It, it The foam blows around like sand. It, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, do you have any recommendations?
1: Yeah, there are things that you can do with it. Um, there are a couple of manufacturers who make sealers that you can put on there. Deitch coatings D-A-I-C-H, coatings.com has some great sealers for it. Uh, As well as, uh, oh, the concrete company, uh, Sacrete, Uh, they make some products for it as well. Either one of their products would really be able to seal that up. Uh, And the reason you're seeing more of it now is just because of the type of weather we're going through. You know, when it was drier, it probably wasn't happening as bad. Now it's wetter, it's going to happen more. With that, I got to let you go because that's it for Texas Home Improvement today.